Well, uh, the nation has been in mourning since the uh, 12th of March, and that's when we understand that uh, King Goodwill Zelutini took his last breath. And since then, um, of course, we've been uh, keeping track and trying to understand what happens now. And, uh, you know, from a Zulu customary point of view, how does a king, um, you know, uh, get uh, planted and what sort of processes then kick in as far as that's concerned? I mean, the funeral has been the talking point uh, since then, since the 12th of March. So to help us give... uh, some uh, insight and perhaps also just put uh, on the table some perspective here. We're joined on the line by Dr. Mongezi Guma, cultural expert and the first chairperson of the Cultural, Religious and Linguistic Commission. Doctor, good morning. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, morning to you, sir, and morning to your listeners. So according to Zulu custom, uh, the king would have been planted last night. But what do we know about the process of planting a king and uh, what insight do you have on this? The, 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 the process uh, must be taken in the context of a journey. In other words, when the king gets planted, it's really a beginning of the journey to the spiritual world, the world of the ancestors. And secondly, generally among Africans, the issue of time of when people get buried becomes very important. Mm. Uh, And generally, people get buried around 12 or early at 7 in the morning, but kings uh, get buried in the middle of the night. Mm. And there's been a lot of talk, Doctor, about what the public is allowed to know and what is not. Um, And, you know, this comes from different quarters. What can you say about that? You know, is there a, a sense of you know, some degree of uh, secrecy or privacy in the way that a king gets planted? And and why would that be the case? Uh, I would prefer to call it uh, privacy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. than uh, secrecy. Mm-hmm. But the understanding is that the king uh, to be planted must be accompanied by Amabuto first. That mm-hmm. uh, becomes very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amabuto, who have been with him, uh, all the time around the years. Uh, and then secondly, uh, there are certain rituals that are done uh, when the king gets planted. It's not uh, just carrying a coffin like you do when you go to Avalon mm. to, to just put the coffin into a grave and so on and so on. But there are certain peculiar ceremonies that are peculiar to the family. That I usually done. Uh, I, I mean, I, I've attended some funerals like that, where you find, in fact, that a person gets taken to the a grave uh, in a coffin, but when they get there, they take the person out of the coffin and he's buried uh, out of the coffin, not in a coffin. So there are things like that. I'm not saying that's what happened there, sure. but I'm saying there are certain peculiar rituals Mm. that I intended to do the preparation of the body to join the world of the ancestors, the, 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 the incantation of praises and all of that to invoke the spirits to receive uh, the incoming uh, king. Mm. And those things and generally, they are done in private. They are never done in public. 
Hmm. And and doctor, it is also said that the spirit of the the king that has rested will move into um, the his successor. Do we know or have any speculations around who the potential successor is going to be? Uh, specu- speculation belongs to us, uh, those mm-hmm. who are outside. <laughs> uh, the, the family already knows, have a sense of who is likely to be the successor. Mm. Uh, the king would have indicated uh, beforehand, again, uh, generally, it's usually uh, somebody's son. Now, mm. by that I mean a particular woman is then designated that she will give a birth to the heir. It's not a random, let's think about it, kind of process. It is culturally determined, culturally manipulated, let's call it. And the son who is likely to take over, in fact, is hardly an everyday part of the palace. He's, he's part of the family, but he may not necessarily be residing within the, the, the palace. So that's the first thing. The second thing, of course, the Royal Council would have discussed a little bit of that, and the king would have then indicated uh, that so-and-so, no, he can't do, and so-and-so, no, he can't do, uh, contingent on the king's sense of longevity in terms of going into the future, that the the nation would be better served if it is ruled by a particular son. Mm. That's why I'm saying it's not random. It's not like mm. there's, a, there's a, uh, a lottery. How do we uh, get a, a successor? No, no. It, it's, it's, it's engaged in conversation, but you can't discuss a successor whilst the king is alive. Mm. So that's the, the point. In other words, you can't say so-and-so will succeed you. Mm. It's very important. We, we so. don't do that. We don't talk about successors or heirs whilst the person uh, is, is alive now. Mm. But there is an indication that these people are likely to be uh, the, the, the heir to the throne. Mm. That is why, in fact, just two, two things quickly. That is why they, they are saying they are likely to announce it uh, this morning. My hunch, in fact, is that they're not likely to announce the heir than to announce the regent mm. who will take over for, uh, from the king. Because, again, in terms of African culture, uh, the king will not die until his uh, gallbladder bursts. He's still alive, in a sense that we talk about being alive, as long as his gallbladder has not uh, burst. So it's death, in, the, in our sense, is when the gallbladder uh, uh, bursts, and then people can then make arrangements for a new and a different future. Quite compelling. Yeah. Mm, absolutely compelling, Doctor. And uh, there's so much that can be said and discussed on this matter. But as always, time is, is just never on our side. But we do appreciate exactly what 
it is that you've given us so far. And I think there's going to be a lot of reaction to some of the points you've made. So thank you for your time, Dr. Mongezi Guma, a cultural expert, just giving us some insight there. And of course, the chairperson of the Cultural, Religious and Linguistic Commission.